1: I'm Susanna Constantine, and this is my wardrobe malfunction, and part two of my chat with the wonderful Jay Blades. So let's grab the handles, open my wardrobe doors, and find out—you guessed it—what's inside. I mean, your life really is—it's fabulously <laughs> insane. Um, because you went to when you were thirty, you were a mature student and went to yes. Buckingham New University to study. Criminology. I, I studied criminology
2: in my first year. Um, I had a module of philosophy. And I kind of fell in love with philosophy because it was all about the thinking. It was all about the power of an argument and how you put forward an argument and just the different forms of things. And the thinking in philosophy is beautiful, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so rather than go into... The, the reason why I went to uni was because I, I wanted to um, challenge myself first and foremost. And then um, I was not great at school. I left school with no qualifications. But then I went to um, university to see if I can get some qualifications. And I called them up and I said, well, I want to come there and study. And I said, oh, what do you want to study? And I said, I don't know. What can I study? And they said, well, what are you interested in? And I said, well, I like fashion. And I grew up in an era that had a bit of crime. So I a thing or two about crime. And it was like, okay, well, you could study textile design, which is around fashion and um, producing textiles for the future and so on and so forth. Or you could study criminology. And I said, oh, what's criminology then? And he goes, well, criminology is the study of crime and why people in poorer areas do crime. I was like, wow, well, that's the one for me. Um, so I remember going along and learning about it but what, I've, what I sussed is that most people who study criminology will go into um, the development of crime so they study more crime and so on and so forth. I wanted to give back. I wanted to change things from the narrative that was already seen. If you look at um, the black population, the black population are probably like 3% of um, England and they make up roughly about, I think it's about 80% of the prison population. And there is a high Proportion of exclusions of young black males from school, which then can lead to criminal justice system and so on and so forth. So for me, it was like, well, okay, if I've learnt this knowledge, then what I need to do is give back to those guys to show them there is a different way of doing things. Um, and I met my ex-wife at university, and we started um, debating on how we can make the world a better place. And we was fortunate enough to get some um, opportunities to work with the Thames Valley Police to to put some of those rights wrong um, and put some of the thinking that I had into practice. And the beauty I can say is, I'd say 95% of the time of the projects that we did were all successful. No one really wants to do crime. Everybody wants their community or their family to be better. Um, And if you give them an alternative and say, well, look, you can do this, you're laughing um those people i would say 95 percent of the people will change their behavior and their activity don't get me wrong you've got the five percent who they want to do crime they want to do naughty things and that's why we have the police we have the criminal justice system etc but the majority of people if you put a different alternative in front of them i don't think they want to do that
1: absolutely right so um, so that yeah, so now it all makes it all makes sense. it's part of your journey, which has led you to where you are today, studying criminology and philosophy, and it all makes it makes sense in in your your life path but when you when you after what I assume was kind of basically a breakdown when you were um a homeless how did you when you came out of that, how did your um attitude change to clothes and possessions I mean were you more kind of like protective of your possessions
2: no I was more protect. I'm not protective of over possessions I'm um, probably protective over my clothes I've always been the same way since 11 years old the only time I've ever let it slip was that breakdown um and staying in the same clothes for a week not washing um really makes you appreciate water, soap, and deodorant. Because even I was, I, I would walk somewhere, and then I'll turn back, or you stop, and then you just get this waft that comes to you. And you're like, ah, who is that? Like, you, you, look as, you look around you like, who's that? It's like, oh, my God, that's me. That's not good. And then you, you constantly are walking and you can smell... It's, it's almost as if your smell is another person. It has a presence. And the presence it has, I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my my attitude towards um, my clothing has been exactly the same. And fortunate for me, Gerald, um, he's into fashion. His business, he's a businessman in fashion. He has a lot of um, clothing stores. So... Him sorting me out with clothes was nothing Um, and it was everything to me because it was that I needed to rebuild my wardrobe. I needed to make sure I stepped up to the standard that I knew I was at, but I was not displaying it by wearing the same clothes for a week and not bathing for a week. So yeah, all that needed to be sorted out (laughs) quick.
1: And has your style evolve, because you're, I mean, I love the way you dress, it's it's kind of tailored, it's beautiful, and kind of slightly 1920s, 1930s, kind of working man, almost, but but exquisitely tailored. So, were you dressing like that before, or has this evolved since being on television?
2: It's, it's kind of evolved, and thank you for that compliment, coming from you, because you are The the kind of... uh, When it it comes to style, you know a thing or two.
1: I know... Jay, I know fuck all. I I know fuck all. All I know is how to make a pair of big tits look smaller and how to make a bum look smaller...
2: You do know. See, look, she, don't even go there. See, I've watched you many, and I've admired what you do to the general public. So don't even go there. She's got style. Don't listen to her. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this, she, she does know a lot. Uh, she's um, gave me a compliment, and I am in awe of the compliment oh, she just given me. So everybody listening to this, okay. she doesn't know nothing. She knows a lot. So well,
1: I know. I do know style when I see it, Han, And you, you have got it.
2: And you've got it because I'm looking at your bathroom there, and it looks you've got the roll roll bath, you've got the wallpaper that's good, you've got the black. Uh... Do
1: you love that wallpaper?
2: Gorgeous, that is nice. Yeah, that is really it's really nice. For...
1: I love the I love mirror. It, I, love it. I love everything. Don't you I love even that love bit the of furniture look. It's I do fresh. love the furniture,
2: but I love the orange that's at the top next to the green. That's a perfect color. I love. Yeah, do you
1: know what that is? That's suntan lotion. It's got nothing to yeah. It's a pocket. But it looks beautiful. It's, See, <laughs> only this with
2: style, we'll put those two colours together. <laughs> you are
1: hilarious. So, um, um, when you where do you buy your clothes now? Where do you get your clothes? My
2: style has come from, oh, being in Wolverhampton has exposed me to, and you will understand this. Imagine this Savile Row service and um, clothing at Wolverhampton prices. And I I could buy anything off the peg, and I've got this tailor that would just chop it up to make it look like it's been tailor-made just for me, which it has because he he does it up in the right way. So all of my clothing, because I'm quite an odd shape, quite tall, long arms, um, everything has to be re-altered for me. I'm a 42 long, but I've never, ever bought a 42 long off of the peg and it just fits me like a glove. It is never happened. Um, it's always had to have been taken in. I, I, I classify my style as perfectly as you put it, as the 1920s, 1930s working man style. Because you remember back in the day, when you look at all those guys who used to go to the factories and what have you, they used to wear a three-piece suite. The f- three-piece suite. I'm talking about furniture at the same time. So no, yeah. <laughs> um, they used to wear a three-piece suit with a flat cap, go to work and come back to come back home in the same outfit. So all I've done is I've taken that style and just add in a bit of hackney or the urbanness. So I throw in some either a colourful pocket square or a colourful pair of trainers, something that's just got a hint of colour um, that just says like, "Wow, okay." I wouldn't put those two together, but that bloody works. That really does work. Yeah. <laughs>
1: brilliant, 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 brilliant. And um, has there been anything? That's kind of stayed with you. Like, did you have a comfort blanket? Or do you have a comfort blanket of any time? Something that's... Yeah, well, it needn't be clothing. It needn't be clothing. just something that has given you security through turbulent times.
0: Ah,
2: security. Now, yeah. you're talking. Security, there's two things that have... It's the family and the community. But also, I have um, an object that whenever I feel nervous or a little bit unsure, um, this object comes with me and I take it with me. And whenever you see me with that object, you will know, oh, Jay's not feeling like 100%. Then, um, let's give him a hug. Um, and that's what this object, that as a matter of fact, seeing as you've done a show and tell, I'm going to show you this object. Hold on. wait. Okay,
1: one you have to. No, no. Hold <laughs> on.
2: So here we are. Now, this young gentleman doesn't have a name, but whenever I feel insecure, he's with me. And here he is.
1: Oh, Jay is holding up a teddy, a blue velvet teddy bear. He's a blue denim teddy
2: bear made from recycled jeans. And in the back here, it's a little pocket so I can put stuff inside of there. Um, So I know it might seem a bit weird, a 51-year-old holding a teddy bear, but that's just when I feel a little bit unsure about where I'm going, um, and he's always around with me, um, so yeah, but I don't feel insecure now, I feel absolutely insecure yeah. with you, so it's just to show you, that's my comfort blanket.
1: But he looks like he, he looks like he might need to go to the repair shop, because he's got holes <laughs> in his arse and in his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you find him?
2: He, he, he was made for afraid. me by two um, people that do recycling. And because I've been recycled myself, I've um, been reborn, um, I needed something that was made and looks... He does look like he does need to go to the repair shop, but he's repaired, and this is perfect, the yeah. way he is. He has no eyes, um, but he is... Yeah, he's my comfort blanket.
1: He's got, does he have a name?
2: He doesn't have a name. No. He, d- he has no name. Um I, I might just call him Comfort, because that's mm. whenever I am nervous, unsure, he's there. And uh, I've I've held him. Some people have asked me questions, hold on a minute. You come into a meeting, what why have you got a teddy bear? So well, this is my teddy bear and I um when I feel unsecure or I feel a little bit nervous, I bring him with me. That's it. Um if you have a problem, we could reschedule. You're like, no, I've just Never had a grown man walk in the meeting with a teddy bear.
1: That's an icebreaker, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so listeners, if you ever see Jay with his teddy bear, we all have to give him a virtual hug. Oh, yes. you're just so... Oh, I'm completely in love with you. So, um, okay, my love. So, um, is there anyone's style that you admire? Because your father, as you said, wasn't very much part of your life. So, did you have anyone whose style you admired or who was inspiration for you?
2: There was a man that my mum was with when I was younger. His name was Lloyd McFarlane. And this guy was probably one of the smoothest guys I've ever seen dress, ever. Even to this day, I can still picture him. He used to have a, I think it was a hunter's shirt or a hunter's jacket, which had two pockets down below, two pockets up on the breast. And his style was it's It's the weirdest thing that but I, I I try and explain it this way when someone has such a style and presence that when they enter a room they don 't have to say anything they just command respect because what they're wearing tells you this person knows what he knows, and he would walk into a room and i would I would see people warm to him because of the way he carried himself and ca- the style of clothing that he put together made him a destination it's as simple as that. Okay. And that's who I admire. When you've got someone who can walk into a room and they're a destination that everybody's warming to and everybody's going to, you know, that person's got style and it's because I of love, the way I he dressed. That. That he, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a destination full stop. So that's who I admire. Even to this day, when I'm dressing, um, I haven't seen him in, oh, a couple of last time I saw him was when I was probably 18. Probably, yeah, I think I was about 18. I haven't seen him in God knows how many years. But he is probably the biggest influence on my style. Mm.
1: Amazing. Amazing.
0: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: And um, my love, have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction? I, I can't imagine you have because you're so anal about clothes.
2: I had one. I had a. Uh, yeah, I did have one. And this was quite recent. I think it was probably a couple of years ago. I bought these pair of jeans. Absolutely beautiful, they were. Lovely, soft, um, uh, organic. Um, They were recycled denim, beautiful, made by, I'm not going to mention the the company's name, but they were made by quite high-end people. And I had to go and refit a door on this. Um, There was a guy who was just recently being done, I think it was motor neurons disease he had, um, and he was in a wheelchair. And basically he needed the door removed from where he was sleeping downstairs now. So I was doing that and refitting the door and and doing bits and bobs. And I remember sitting down and I heard, and the trousers had split from the knee, inside the knee, all the way around to the other side of the knee. And it was probably one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done because I'm there with the whole family. This guy sitting in a wheelchair. I'm drilling this um, and cutting out. And then there's this big rip. And the rip was so big, that everybody turned round. It was like... And it was like, what's that? Oh, you're exposed. I didn't know it was that type of (gasps) party. Um, So those... I I, I have not never bought jeans from that company ever again.
1: Oh, God. I hope you were wearing your Marks and Spencer's trunks
2: and not going commando. No, I wasn't going commando. I had shorts (laughs) underneath, but it was extremely embarrassing because... Obviously, people look at where the rip is and then they look away because they're like, I shouldn't be looking there, but hold on. Was he wearing pants? Was he not wearing pants? Did I see what I thought? How are we going to rectify this? He hasn't fixed the door and he has to still be in that position. I tell you what, we'll all just turn our back on him. And that's what everybody did. They just turned their back on me.
1: Oh, that is, that's is—that's one of the best malfunctions I've heard. Okay, so now, swiftly moving on to, um, what would you consider to be your birthday suit? So something that um, brings you joy, something that you'd like to be remembered for, um, special occasion that you'd turn to.
2: An item that, of clothing, yeah?
1: Mm, yeah, an outfit.
2: It's going to be a weird or an one. item of clothing. It's going to be a really weird one. The birthday suit, for me would be an item of clothing that I've only worn in a changing room. I've only tried it on and I've never worn it. I know, she's shaking her head. Suzanne's shaking her head. She's like, what What are you talking about? What? Let me me explain it. When I put this thing on, um, when I tried it on in the changing room and I bought it, I was like, that is a true destination piece. When I wear that, that piece is going to be like, Hold on a minute. Jay and his outfit has arrived, and that hasn't happened yet. I haven't had that moment where I'm allowed to wear it. But as in the true spirit, as we started off with this show and tell, I'm going to show you what it is. And I am so proud of this. It is just sublime. But hold on a minute. Okay. I'm going to get it. Okay. All
1: right. Off he goes again. Oh, I'm excited to see what this might be. Is it a ball dress? Is it a suit? Is it a coat?
2: So here it is in its cover.
1: Oh, Jay. Okay, I'm excited. We
2: just have to build this up. This I bought for a bit of money, and it's quite... Well, I bought it for a bit of money, but it was quite cheap compared to the original price. (sighs) When did it
1: last come out of its bag? When did it last come out of its bag?
2: I bought this and it's been in its bag. I've tried it on at my tailor because I said to him, oh, I need it just a, just a little bit taken in. He took it in and what he always does, he takes things in and leaves the material in the back just in case you've had an extra pudding or whatever. Tried it on and he was like, you know what, Jay? I don't need to take it in. He'd done a little trick on me. He basically pretended he took it in, but he didn't take it in. I was like, oh, that fits better. He said, Jay, I never touched it. It was perfect. I don't know why you want to do that. So... It's never come out of this bag. There hasn't been the occasion yet, but here it is. And what this is. Beautiful. It's a Vinci overcoat without the sleeves.
1: Wow.
2: Double breasted. I'll tell you what, when you put this on, this is a true destination piece yeah that's my birthday one my go-to when i wear this everybody's i don't even want to put it down on the floor
1: i've got to hang it out there Here you go. oh my goodness so that did you did you it's like a long waist double breasted long waistcoat did you have the sleeves taken off it or did you buy it like that
2: bought it like that and i tell you what i tried it on originally with a short sleeve light blue denim shirt and i had um crop trousers and a pair of trainers on, and I still look at the picture. No, you said, I'm going to send you the picture after. You're going to see the picture. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, it, it, I was like, you know what? <laughs> if you told someone you put that together, that wouldn't look right, but that looks amazing. I could go down a market wearing that. I can go to an awards show. I can do anything. Yeah. You can dress it up. You can dress it up. It's absolutely fine. I'm going to send you the picture after. Wait till you see this. All right. It is gorgeous. Okay.
1: No, it's, you can see how exquisitely it's tailored and, and the quality of the fabric. And also, such a, a telltale sign of a, a really classy, classic bit of clothing is beautiful buttons. And that's got beautiful buttons.
2: And the weight of the buttons, the weight of the buttons alone, just allow the fabric to be pulled in at the right places. And then they just drop as if they say, and what? That's what the buttons are saying. They're like, and what? What more do you want from us? Yeah. Here we are.
1: <laughs> well, Jay, I'm gonna to have to let you go. No problem. And you're just you're just a dreamboat. Oh bless I'm you. Slightly in love with you now. Well I've takes one to know one, but a bit bit more now, but, but <laughs> fascinating and um yeah, I just just I'm so excited to see where you're going to go in the future because I This is just the beginning for you. I really get a sense
2: of that. Yeah, I think you're so right. And I I, I was saying to the book publishers the other day, the ending of the book is the beginning because there is so much more to come. It is just like insane. Mm. The the things I've I've been planning and and, and coming my way, is just unbelievable. But I'm going to come back and maybe one day we might go out somewhere. We might go for a little cup of tea. Yeah, We might go to Fortman and Mason's.
1: Let's do it. And I'll wear
2: my thing. Yeah, for for a tea, afternoon tea at Fortman and Mason.
1: Okay, right? let's do it. No, not over. Let's do it. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm going to have. I haven't been there since I was a kid, but they used to, and I think they have a fountain bar there. I think, and they. That's really, right. Oh, peanut butter milkshakes. Oh my god, oh, <laughs> god. I'm <It's Yes>. <laughs> over there. Um, you are a legend, and um. I feel this isn't the last time I'll see you. So you no. take care, my darling. You too. All right. Keep smiling. You're just heaven. Thank you so much. That was brilliant. Thank All you. right, darling one. You take care. <coughs> Thanks, Jay. Oh, he's such a heavenly creature. You can find him on The Repair Shop, Money for Nothing and Jay and Dom's Home Fix, and look out for his autobiography, Making It, which comes out in May. I can't wait for that. Right, before we go, we've just got time for another track from our house band Duo's brand new Gig in Your Garden album. This is their version of Keane's Somewhere Only We Know. just brilliant find gigging your garden on our show notes or by going to duoguitarmusic.com or at duoguitarmusic on duo socials and you can find us on our website mywardmail.com follow us at mywardmal on our socials and please give us a five-star rating and review us on your chosen podcast platform that's it Thanks so much again to Jay and to Duo. And of course, thanks to you for listening. Catch up soon. Until then, my wardrobe is officially closed.
0: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it.